Good afternoon, or good morning, or good evening. It's your boy Big Moose Thomas here with the Big Moose Thomas podcast. You actually listen to the original episode, man. Thank you very much. We had episode one on this beautiful day. I believe today is Wednesday, October 20th, 2020, man. And you know what, man? I started this podcast because I was actually um, listening to Al Goldie. And oh, shout out to him. He does a great job. And I'm just like, yo, man, like, a couple of things I want to talk about that I know maybe he might not or he's not privy to. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows, man? There's a couple of things that, like I want to get into, and I'm like, you know, I've never heard anybody talk about this. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Then the other night, uh, I actually was listening to Mark and uh, the What Gibbs FF podcast, and I was like, you know what? I might, I might need to get in here, man. So, what I like to talk about, man, I want to talk about the Washington football team. From all standpoints of view, uh, I actually do want to try to keep it positive because we know we have a lot of negativity out there for our team. But also, uh, I want to keep it real. So sometimes that does mean we need some constructive criticism uh, in there as well. So you might hear a good amount of positive, but there will be some truth with it as well. So don't think we're just going to sugar fluff everything out here. But, um, yo, let's get into it, man. So first things first, man. How we feel about that Chiefs loss? I know it was a hard one because we came out swinging in the first strike. I mean, like, McLaurin, he had, like, one drop, but he caught, like, two good balls. That Ricky Seal Jones pass was great. Uh, we were actually made a field goal. Then we didn't make another one, but we'll get into that later. But, yeah, we actually made a field goal. He was looking good. Uh, went up 13-10 in the half, and then was it 21 unanswered points? 31-13. That's hard to watch, man. Like, that really was hard to watch. Um, I don't I don't know what happened in the second half with that defense. Because I'm watching the game, uh, and then I went back and watched it again. I see that Chase had pressure early. And throughout that game, they had pressure. It just wasn't enough. Like, honestly, I do think this game showed how good Mahomes is. Not just how bad a defense, but shows how good Mahomes is. Because it was that one throw where he threw across the body. And looking at the All-22 shot of that, I'm like, I don't know how you defend that. Like, when you look at the All-22, I'm like, he he literally just threw across the field. Like, but that, like, didn't really, like, stare it down. He was running one way and then just turned it, boom, boom. And that was a 30-yard pass. Like, 30-yard end-to-end, I think it ended up being, like, a 15-yard pass, like, um, uh, vertically. But, like, yeah, like. On the sideline, like, 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 clearly threw it close to 30, 35 yards. Just whoop, quick as can be, man. And it's like, ah, I don't know how you defend against that. Like, that's that's very hard. When you play Mahomes, that's going to happen. So, like I said, we got we got outplayed that game. Um, Andy Reid, um, he owns the Washington football team, actually, if y'all didn't know that. I believe his record now is 10. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's 10. Uh, I think it's 10 wins against us, and he played it 11 times, and he's won 10. So, yeah, he just doesn't lose when it comes to us. So, uh, shouts out to him. But, um, yeah, that game was hard to watch, and we now know that uh, if we had to go and get my homes again and if we ever made Super Bowl, probably would look the same. Uh, <laughs> um, but we're not going to talk about any Super Bowl talk, man. Let's get real. So, this week, we play Rodgers. What are we thinking, man? Um, Rodgers definitely had that game to start the season, and now, I mean, the way he owned those Bears, 
I don't think anybody can talk bad about Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, that dude is in rare form. Uh, the hardest thing that goes against Rodgers right now is Brady. Uh, and, and that's always been Rodgers' issue is that, unfortunately, you came in the league where you are balling. If you would have came in any other time, we might call you the best. But you happen to be going against the best, maybe the best in any position of all time, to be honest. I mean, the dude's still going. But, that, like, that's arguable, but it's not arguable. We're talking about the best quarterback of all time. You just happen to be at the same time as him, man. I'm sorry about that. So, you know, your, your numbers get swallowed up a little. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, his stats are looking phenomenal right now. Like, I don't want to go against Rodgers. Let's see what he did last week and get the Bears, right? Okay, cool. So, he went 17 for 23, 195 yards. Cool. That don't look like a lot, right? Two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Ran one in. So now we're talking about this man got three touchdowns, actually. Threw two, ran one. 24-14, kept the ball in possession the whole time. I mean, the Bears might have got on. I think they got, I think, I think they ended the second half with maybe around nine minutes of total offense, man. So time possession, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like, this dude knows how to control the game and – the score definitely doesn't reflect that game, and the score of that game was 24-14. But uh, if you watch that game at all, you know that that was an Aaron Rodgers show, man. He came back with a vengeance. And now we playing this dude. So this man is just heating up. I mean, everything's hot, and he just heating up. And now we got to play the Packers. <sighs> On top of that, don't forget Preston Smith over there. You know, he going – you know, everyone always wants to have a good game against us, a revenge game against us. So hopefully he's not um, – He's not too much in rare form. But uh, Devontae Adams still cooking. Uh, Randall Cobb's having a bit of a resurgence too, man. I don't I don't forget. Also, they have something that we just gave away. Uh, a kicker. Don't forget about Mason Crosby over there. He's actually in my fantasy team. Shouts out to him. So I don't know what I'm going to do this week. But, yeah, man, I mean, Crosby can hit 55, 60 yarders, 45s of chip shots for him. So um, if they get on the other side of the field, they are scoring. Let's let's accept that. So that's gonna have to be part of the game plan for us this week to win. They can't cross the fifty. Which is gonna be very challenging for our defense because uh we see how we are on third downs, which actually last week we weren't too bad, mathematically speaking, but they were just running up and down on us with these flute plays that kinda of doesn't matter. But uh we are getting better in a weird way. So I know it's hard to see the defense getting better because in, in every metric we're saying that we're not, which, hey, I do understand. Um, but we actually are getting better. Like, And I do want to have the numbers for you that you showed that. Give me one moment while I look these numbers up for you. Because our pressures last week were actually pretty high. It's just that I had to go against a crazy dude. Uh, okay. So. Here's where we are where it comes to defense allowed, right? So third down defense, we're ranked last. Red zone defense, though, for touchdowns, we're middle of the pack at 15, okay? First down defense, second to last. Fourth down defense, though, 15, meaning that, like, Oh, we kind of got like a weird bend on break thing going. Uh, I mean, we definitely been breaking lately, but like it's the okay. 
numbers can say anything, but no, but like these numbers actually do show that like we are trying to get better. It's just how do we do it? Like how do we get better on that third down? Because that's what we know it's important. I mean, last week with those Chiefs, we saw where those interceptions came from, especially that one right before the half. That was right in the red zone. Like don't forget that that was going to be seven points on the board if that didn't happen. And we actually came out and really got that done. I'm happy about that, man. Like I'm happy. Like okay, cool. That's very. That's a great heads up play. Shout out to Carl Hoke for that. That's great, great heads of football that we playing. Um, we need to keep doing that. How do we capitalize on those, man? Because even though that was a great interception, it was at the end, which I do feel like the momentum was kind of flat and all that. We're like, okay, let's just, excuse me, let's just get to the half and keep it going. Where dang, it's like, man, like if, if we had like three minutes on the clock at that point, we would be like, yo, let's go, let's go, man, let's run it up. All right, we got thirteen now. Let's put seven on the board. Let's go, man. Let's get to twenty. And then we would have been talking about we was up ten going into the half. And that's a different conversation. But again, you can't control the clock. I understand that. That happened when it happened, and I'm grateful for that. But um, yeah, like this defense, I'm just, I'm not sure what's going on. Is it a gel thing? Because I feel like not much change. I mean, besides, I think the biggest change is actually in our secondary with um, Jimmy Moreland not being in here and uh, the Shazia Everett just not playing. Um, I I don't know why we're doing that. Um, I can't tell you like who thought that was a good idea. I'm not sure if that's just like a oh yeah those players weren't that even good for us anyway. But those two last year were causing ruckus back there, especially with Cameron Curl. It was just like all good news. It was all good news. It was all young guys getting back there and making good situations. Those were not high draft picks. All right. Those are not high draft picks at all. But those are the people getting back there and really trying to make a play, man. And right now, I feel like we have a lot of money tied up in our defense. <sighs> to the point it's like these guys are playing not to get blown out, which they get blown out anyway, which then makes it harder to watch, which then puts more pressure on them. Like, like, like this is all psyched out, man. But I did like playing all those young dudes back there last year. And especially on our front line, having Chase, having Sweat. You know, Sweat was in the sophomore. Chase was a freshman at that point. You know, like having having these new guys on that line, it it really felt good. It really felt. Good. It really was a like, hey man, like yo, I like what you're doing. Keep doing that. This year, it's like it's like we took the spunk out of it. You know what I mean? Like we took the spark out of the defense. Where it's like, hey man, we have this system. We're gonna run this system right here. And don't get me wrong, man. Like. Jack a good dude. I ain't got no issues with the real with the person. Um, but the defense that he's playing, it really looks stiff. It really looks like he has guys out there doing one thing and one thing only and not using the and not using the dynamic players that he has. Not allowing him to go out there and make football decisions. But he's asking Jamin Davis to make some more football decisions when he's out there linebacker playing he's playing too stiff. But I just wanna know like where like where's the line at that? Because I feel like Chase is getting stuck at the line now because you're asking him to, hey, you need to stay on this assignment. Do not deviate from the assignment because this all predicates you doing that. Like, again, like I feel like they're in a very patriot way. It's like, hey, do your job, do your job, do your job. And don't get me wrong, that worked for the Patriots for a while until they got found out. And now the Patriots looking like they got found out now. Like, hey, man, blitz him down the middle, figure out how to get to that quarterback. You can hit him, hit him from the side, jump up. You're going to be all good. That's not Brady back there anymore. And look at where they are. I'll wait. So, 
You did. I feel like the Raiders gotta let them boys play. And don't get me wrong, I'm not playing. I'm not saying be going play junkyard football and just go ahead and throw out that playbook. But nah, man. Like if you got forward down in the dirt, all right. Make sure that your mic is talking to your players and being like, "Hey, man, RPO, what we doing? Have that call sign, and then let them make that decision from there." But we just dictating way too much on that defense. Almost like Dario was in the game, and and, and you're not, bro. You're not. Don't get me wrong. A coach is supposed to do that. Just coach. But these players are gonna make defensive decisions. That's what I want to see. That's what we're not seeing. They're just running a playbook right now, but they're not making defensive decisions. And uh, um, if y'all feel me, please leave a comment about that. But yeah, like I do want to see more defensive decisions from our defense. I know they can do it. I know they can do it. All that rah rah about oh we play backup quarterbacks and everything. Shit, bro, we played two so far this year. Like, come on. <laughs> like, 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 we're not playing high caliber quarterbacks. Um, uh, with the exception of what's coming up, which we're about to talk about. But we're not playing like high cal- okay, look. So let's go down the list and let me and you tell me who was a high caliber quarterback, right? We played Justin Herbert week one. We should have won that game if it wasn't for that fumble. We actually played a really decent game to win, okay? We lost 2016. Next week, we play Daniel Jones at home. You remember that game? Daniel Jones is a Heineke with a loose jersey. Then we played the Bills, possibly the best team in the NFL right now. Decimated. Put up a 40-burger on us, 21. So right now, out of these three we're talking about, we played one of the possible. Like I said, I think Herbert's going to be a great quarterback, but that game we actually did show the flaws. We were doing pretty good. Those third downs killed us. Next week we play Matty Ice. And we won that game. We put the grit to it. We won it. It wasn't pretty, but we won it. After that, bro, we played Jameis Winston. And y'all know we should have won that game. Y'all know we should have won that game. But, again, again, it wasn't a quality quarterback at all. Threw, I believe it was three picks on the day, two or three picks on the day. But our defense just, like I said, they weren't making football decisions. The hell, Mary, that wasn't a football decision, man. And then we played Mahomes. We know how that ended up. So, I don't know what is – what it is that we letting these people just like everybody right now just looking like Brady, bro. Like we got people back here playing like the Brady and Rogers, and, and crazy thing is we still got to play Brady and Rogers. Like that's what's scary. <laughs> like, like, like we still got to play Brady and Rogers, bro. We playing Rogers this weekend. We got Brady in three weeks. That's crazy. Like, uh, don't forget we got that pit stop in in Denver that I'm looking forward to. Um, because I actually don't think Denver's going to be too hard of a team to beat. Um, quarterback situation is iffy and star wide receiver, running back out. Defense middle of the pack. I feel good there. I, I don't know why they're going to be wrong. Uh, I might even have an Ashburn get into me, but I feel good there. So then we got the Bucks, which I don't even want to get into that game. I'll get to the Bucks when we get in there. You know what? Let me digress, but let me just keep on the Packers here, man. Because uh, the Packers are a really good football team. And I don't mean that, but like, oh yeah, from coaching down everything. No. I mean like the team itself is just really good. Like they have really good players. 
And when you have good players and a decent coach, you go far in this league, and that's what they're doing. Like, um, shouts out to their GM. But, yeah, they just keep drafting. Like, when was the last time that the Packers didn't have a wide receiver? I'll wait. Exactly, man. These people stay with a wide receiver. I mean, just stay with a wide receiver, man. It's all, It's always like four teams that stay with one. The Packers are always one of them. Uh, the Packers stay with a wide receiver. Um, the Steelers always have just an outstanding wide receiver, um, <laughs> like always. Uh, the Cowboys stay with an always known wide receiver. And last but not least, I, well, they used to stay with one. I haven't seen them. As of late, but the Eagles always had like one on the roster that you just always want to watch. Uh, but yeah, like like Packers always been those teams just stay with the wide receiver. Like you're like yeah, like that's like we gotta watch him if it's for highlights. I don't even care if it's back there, but we just gotta watch him. So that's gonna be very fun for our corners to go against Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb. Uh, don't forget tight end over the middle that we keep giving up yards to. Um, I feel like Mercedes Lewis is gonna catch a touchdown this week. I don't know why I shouldn't feel like that, but I feel like it's just going to just come out of nowhere and, like, yeah, even he's going to score. I hope not. Again, I, I really don't. But um, I like our matchup in the run, actually. Um, And I also do like our matchup in offense. Hopefully, we get Cosme back. I'm not sure what the situation is with Scherf right now. Uh, Let me check on Brandon Scherf real quick because I would like to see him back in the lineup because for everything that people say about him, when he's in there, it's it's night and day. It's night and day. I don't know if people say, oh, you know, we can get by. Nah, not really, bro. We just, like, like, like the hits come and the pressures come after that. The sacks might not, but, again, sacks is when everything just goes downhill. But if you're starting to get weak, you will start to see those pressures and those hits come. And they do come when Sheriff is not in there. So I really want to see what the updated Sheriff is because I want to make sure he's good. Um. Also, shouts out to our best all-season signing of the year. Uh, and that's Eric Flowers, actually. Eric Flowers is our number one signing of the offseason. Uh, argue with your mama. But, uh, yeah, you can't tell me there's, there's anybody actually performing at a better level than Eric Flowers on our team, which is mind-baffling because we are talking about a guard as our best pickup. And we picked up Curtis Amos. William Jackson the third. Like, it's just – I'm just – it's hard, man. It's, it's it's very hard trying to stay positive right now because we see the team coming across at the seams and see me come like just coming loose at the seams and it's like I I don't even know what to do because we keep hearing this conversation about Heineke. Can he do this? Can he do that? I think Heineke's gonna throw for three touchdowns this week and probably have eighty. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with eighty on the ground as well, man. Um, Heineke cannot play in the pocket. They need to start trying to keep him safe. They just need to make sure that you say, hey, you slide when you need to slide, and you get out of bounds when you get out of bounds. Other than that, have at it. But this safe, trying to make him a pocket passer, that's just not the league anymore. Like, that truly is not the league. There's nobody that's in the pocket anymore. Even Brady be going for it. Rodgers goes for it. Like I said, Rodgers had one last week. There's nobody that does that. Daniel Jones got a loose jersey on going 80 yards. Twice on us. All right. I can go down the list of every quarterback in this league. Nobody's a pocket passer anymore. But that's just not that's just not a thing. Pocket passes went away with bootcut jeans and tall tees. The snap music. Alright? We gotta leave that in the thousands. Alright. 
Now, if you can adapt like T-Pain, that's great. Some people don't. Then you end up young jock. And I feel like our defense and I feel like our offense is very young jock right now. I feel like our defense is young jock and I feel like our offense is, is them franchise boys. Like, it is, like, it's like, oh, bro, like, this is very old. But it's like, it's, it's it's that old where, like, you still know it, but you're like, yeah, but, like, no one does this anymore. Like, no one's asking the QB to be a pocket passer or be game manager-esque. Like, no one's asking that anymore. What, like, people are asking for, hey, can you just not turn it over? Cool. All right, make a play. Like, I, I, I have really some requirements. And then even, like, even if you're that good, like, hey, man, like, can you just not turn over as much as you throw touchdowns? Cool, make a play. That's what Mahomes is. Like Mahomes is having turnovers. As long as he's winning with it, they're like, well, that's cool. I don't get me wrong, he he only has six last year. I believe he's at eight now. Uh he's at eight at five hundred though. So, you know, gotta let that slide. But not us, man. Not Heineke. Um and like I wanna see Heineke do good. I really want to. Anyone who's wishing on his downfall, that's that's stupid. Like we should want to see him do good. Because what I'm actually hoping for is I'm hoping that we actually find that diamond in the rough. Like, I hope we find, we found, excuse me, like, like almost like our Drew Brees, if y'all remember. Because um, don't forget, like, Brees started with the Chargers. It actually didn't work out. Like, he got hurt. And the Chargers were like, I'm good off you. Like, not a fan. Straight up said that. I was like, hey, not a fan. And then they got Phillip Rivers, who... Well, it's not bad. <laughs> like, I, I, please. Please don't fake up for the rivers. But uh, anyway, yeah, like, I'm really hoping, like, that's our that's our breeze, man. You know, like, like, like I really I really want him to do good, man, because, look, he's playing eh, and he's only crapped the bed one time. The only time I believe he truly crapped the bread was that Saints game. And that was just horrible. Uh... He went 20 for 41, 248 on a day, but zero touchdowns and two interceptions and took two sacks. Yeah, that 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 wasn't good. But I wanted to play like at the Falcons. Y'all want to know what he did at the Falcons? Let me show you what he did. 23 for 33, 290 in the air. Good game, good game. Averaging 8.8. Good game. Three touchdowns. All right. Good job. No interception. Took a sack when he had to, but he had 43 in the ground, averaging 8.6 a run. That's what I need right there. That's what I need. I want that, hey, look downfield, check down, check down, check down. Okay. Don't see anything. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm at the line of scrimmage. Let me go. Five. Let me get down. Bam. Now, in that game, remember, he was going to criticize left to right. He keeps sliding. He keeps sliding. I don't care if he get an 8.6 an attempt, bro. If you get an 8.6, slide early. You're going to get it on the next one. Mathematically speaking, you will. Like, you got this. Like, I like that style of slider early versus not going at all, man. Like, I, like I, really, I really need to see him get out there. Because, like, I really think we have such a special in Heineke with that game maker bro like not a game manager but a game maker I mean like yo man go out there and ball like go out there and ball man like I said like just please don't turn it over I'm gonna give you some plays run my plays again check down check down check down you don't see anything make the best decision from there if you got five take five but if you need 15 you don't see it in the second down throw it away 
which you know again make those decisions but like yeah like i need i need the ball in his hands i don't need the ball and how do i say this i don't need the ball in scott turner's hands with heineke playing I need Heineke to actually have the ball and be able to make decisions. And, and I really feel like that in, in that Atlanta game and in that Giants game and in that Chargers game, to be honest, I feel like he had that. I feel like he actually had that, like, hey, man, like, go out there and ball for me, bro. Like, you got this. I feel like in that Chiefs game, they took that away from him, and we saw that. We saw that. Because when he actually did do something on his own, don't forget that I almost sacked it, like the like the greatest incompletion of the season so far. I mean, my boy was really hustling. Went down, boom. Make sure his knee didn't touch. Make sure his elbow. Also, make sure his elbow didn't touch. Put his hand down, boom. Got back up, kept going. He played. He played to the whistle and kept going through it. Uh, and, and completion. That's the place I see him. Like, all right, cool. So he knows how to do it. We know that. Why don't we let him do it though? Like, if I was a very on that play, I would have been like, hey man, all right, cool. I like that. Run it back. Let's go again. Let's go. All right. Like he needs to warm up. He needs to warm up. He needs to get into that game mode. All right. Like, we don't let our quarterback warm up, which is really weird. Like, we go out there, we play like – like, all right, every first possession, we play so conservative. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, let him like, let him slide in that joint. Be like, all right, cool. All right, I see, I see how the DB biting. All right, I see how the line rotating. Cool. Let's get this. Like, that's what I want. Like, like – I want to be like, let's get this ish. Let's get this ish. You know, like that Kendrick, you know, top of the morning, top of the morning. Like, that's how like, that's how I want to be like, 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 yo, let's get this. But um, anyway, to wrap it up, man, here's what I think is going to happen on this podcast. I think we're going to play. You know what? I'm, a, I'm actually going to make y'all a real prediction. I think we're going to come out. We're going to play this game close. I think we're going to lose. But I do think this defense is going to step up. I'm going with a 24-21 win. Packers. And I hope I'm wrong. Let's see. Anyway, y'all, it's been the first episode of the Big Moose Timers Podcast. Please, you guys, like, subscribe, follow, whatever. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm probably going to put this up on Apple Music. Uh, I'll put this up on Spotify. I'll put this up at uh, on a billboard if I could. You know, billboards should take audio files. That should be pretty cool. Sorry, that's my dog in the background if you can hear him. But, yeah, man, it's the Big Moose Thomas Podcast, and I'm going to holler at y'all later, man. Thank y'all. Peace.